Welcome to Masters of Self University Podcast, your highest source of sacred truths and universal wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Rachel Fiore, mystic, spiritual teacher, psychic healer, and founder of Masters of Self University. Join our journey of soul transformation as we deep dive into this latest episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Masters of Self University podcast. I'm your host, Ellie Lee. And I'm your host, Donnie Moley. And today we are joined by, oh, I love this woman, energetics assistant to all of us, to Rachel. She she really carries every room that we're in. Julie White, everybody. Yay! Hey, everyone. <laughs> Julie, we're so excited for you to be here. Me and Danny have been probing you to get on the podcast because we have a billion and one questions, but we love to start from the beginning. Uh, you've been with Rachel for eight years now, if I'm not mistaken, and right. I recently learned that you started off as a client of hers. So could you kind of walk us through the story of you and Rachel Fiore meeting? <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of a funny story. Um, so I entered the kind of the spirituality scene in San Diego a while ago. My mom um, introduced me to my first spiritual teacher when I was 16. So I was kind of familiar with, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of what was going on. And um, one of our friends owned a wellness center and she was like, Hey, you should come to this, um, this person. She's speaking at the center. Um, and I really feel like you'd vibe with her. And I'm like, sure. Yeah, I'm all into that. So I show up. And I'm listening to Rachel talk and, um, you know, I have all these programs running. I'm like thinking very, very mind addicted. And I'm listening to this woman talk about programs and how we're addicted to our minds. And, and she finished and I was like, hi, hi, that's me. I'm very addicted to my mind. Can you please help me? <laughs> and that was kind of our first introduction. And then I started going to her classes. She was teaching classes um, out of her home in Encinitas. And wow. um, yeah. <laughs> and so that was um, my introduction. She was probably just like, oh my gosh, this lady. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. And uh, when you started really working with her and really hearing her wisdom and really learning alchemy and all these things, what was going through you and what what did you gain from your time with her? Right. So I've always had this willingness to heal. Like I've always had a growth mindset. It was just something that I was born with. So when I started doing this really deep work with Rachel and like noticing these shifts in myself where I was like, I had tried all these other things, um, you know, it, it just brought me back to myself it brought me back to a place where I had more clarity in my life. I knew what I was meant to do. Um, so really like gaining so much self-awareness um, through doing all the, all the, all the work with Rachel. And you know, you're, Oh, go ahead, Danny. I was just going to say for anyone listening, Julie is in all, so we've gone, both Ellie and I have gone through a six month certification program with Rachel yes. and Julie is in absolutely every single class mm -hmm. and uh, she show, she shows up and at first we weren't really sure what she was doing. Mm -hmm. She was, we didn't know, in, we didn't know anything. <laughs> yeah. But since then I've, I've, she's 
started to open about what she what she does um and kind of like train a few people um in small group settings on like what exactly she's doing um and i'd love for you to just start to share because you've got the title of energetics assistant what exactly do you do you when you're in the space with all of the coaches yeah so it's very multifaceted there's lots of things happening energetically when people heal um and i'm essentially um watching what's happening i'm letting my guidance guide me to what places need energy um so sometimes that's oh i can see this person could go deeper so let's bring some energy here and help lift that up for them to see and it gives them more of an opportunity to heal that specific um energetic wound that they have um also bringing in more light for some people um and then sometimes it's just holding like that space being spaciousness for someone to heal because a lot i mean people are magic and they can heal themselves and so it's really just helping them along on that path um so that's like a very brief rundown of what I'm doing in class energetically. It's all energetics. You know, during our group healing that um, the three of us were in, you, Rachel said that you're this, the, this hybrid, which felt very rare to me. And this hybrid of really balancing the divine masculine and the feminine. Could you go into a little bit of what it, what it means to be a hybrid of both? Yeah. So, um, you know, anyone who's listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that there's um, kind of different qualities that divine feminine and divine masculine bring to healing. Um, and I just have mastery in both. So divine feminine is very powerful, can go in, lift that up, help alchemize um, all that energy. And, and divine masculine is very grounded, stable, um, you know, holding that space and also being the protector energy. Um, and so just having mastery in both of those so that you can kind of swap back and forth. And then in group healings, um, when you have more people and more energy putting into that healing, I can actually help guide the energy um, in a way that makes everyone's energy kind of work together. And where did you first learn this? Is this all, did you go through your healing journey with Rachel first and then she recognized a special quality within you or was it your own desire to keep, to keep healing and keep helping people heal? Um, how did you, how did this evolve into being the energetics assistant of, of Rachel? Yeah, that's a great question. And kind of the topic of, you know, what I want to talk about is coming home to yourself um, and your purpose. Um, so I knew that my healing journey was my number one. I don't want to negatively impact anyone else. I want to be from a place of gentleness. Um, so that was my goal growing up and, and in my early adulthood. So really getting to the root of why I behave the way that I behave. And, um, through that process, um, the divinity can can come up and it's easier to see in yourself what your specific life purpose is and it's very it was very apparent to me after i had done the a, a big chunk of healing that my life purpose is to support 
um, and gaining that clarity um, through removing my programs and, and really getting to know who I was, the divine who I was, um, it just intuitively comes through. And it's always growing and changing. So, um, you know, I still have things come up. Sometimes I'll have, um, you know, healing sessions and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know I that that was part of me. And so now I have this, you know, new awareness, new, um, like, I don't want to say gift or like ability, but that's kind of without having another word for it. Um, you know, it, you just gain clarity and things can grow naturally. Um, and you have the ability of, of listening to divinity and knowing where and when you should use your, your abilities and your own divinity it all comes from within yeah and i think for those people who haven't been in class with julie you know you're always on mute and you're always sitting and you always close your eyes and i can feel yeah and she's petting her cat her cat her beautiful cat comes along and she's <laughs> petting her cat and you can feel how much work you're actually doing and so my question to you is when it first started happening did you understand this ability did you understand this gift and, and how did you connect it? How did you and Rachel connect to be like, okay, we're a team in this together? So again, it just kind of is a process of like, okay, I know I'm supposed to be here. I'm going to sit in here. I'm going to go inside and I'm going to listen to what divinity wants me to do. So that was kind of the process of like, and then to put it into words is kind of tricky because it's like, well, what the hell am I doing? I'm just sitting there with my eyes closed. <laughs> um, and it's just kind of this organic process that happens um, when you're when you're able to be spaciousness and allow divinity to work through you. Um, and my cats totally love the energy that comes through. So anytime I'm in that space, they'll come and they'll jump and they'll rub all over me. Um, it's very clear yeah. they really do because it. you'll be sat there chilling and then all of a sudden you'll start do and you can see that they're, they're there it's only that energy i'll be sitting here working like doing administrative stuff or whatever and they don't even they don't care they're like no thanks but as soon as i get into that zone they're like all over me um and same thing with rachel it just happened organically like the more I did my own healing, the more I stepped into truly who I was and my purpose, um, it became clear that Rachel and I, this is definitely not our first lifetime together. We've had thousands of lifetimes together yes. and I'm, I'm consistently in this role supporting her. Wow. I, yeah. I always That's see you two as like Batman and Robin. Yeah. You know? you know and I'm the robin to her batman yes. yeah and yes. you know batman yes. needs robin like For they're sure. a team yes. that's how a team works you're only yes. as strong as you you know your weakest link and a team really you know supports each other and it it's it's really cool um yeah. i'd love to um and i'm sure ellie would would volunteer as well if you have any stories for her but i'd love to put myself in the position like the the hot seat and just say if you have any memories of when you were working in class with me or Ellie, if she, if she doesn't mind as well, where you remember specifically helping 
something yeah. I was working through. I would love to know those moments, anything that, that sticks out, um, just to give myself and the listeners a little bit of clarity. Um, and maybe I can kind of explain what I was experiencing, if I remember at that time. Yeah. So, um, Danny, specifically with you, you were, um, you were talking about the heaviness of depression. Um, and I can't remember the specifics of what your trigger was. I think it was just something like you woke up and that was the feeling. And so, um, in your energy systems, you, there, you have that density. And so really just bringing light to that density while you're, while you're working, um, through that heaviness and things like, like depression, they're, they're, a a very, um, tangible energy in your body. Right. So that's a really easy example. Very um, tangible for me. I a hundred percent know it heavy, like like weighed down, stuck in bed, can't move completely hopeless, completely helpless. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a really easy energy to kind of put words to because it is so tangible. Um, but being able to bring lightness to that. And I don't know if you remember that specific time. I remember the, I remember bringing it up in class, but I don't remember the healing itself. Um, But maybe Ellie will, can you remember one from Ellie? Maybe she'll remember the the exact moment, but thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. I'm trying to search through my memory, memory bank. I don't know that I have, I mean, it, again, it's a very in the moment process. Yeah. Um, and it's not like my, my brain hangs on to a lot of things. Right. My brain kind of processes, you know, um, it just flows. And so I don't, you know, a lot of it doesn't necessarily stick into my memory bank. And you do this with so many people as well. Right. There's a lot of people that come through that. Well, come to this program and you're helping them constantly. Well, you know, Danny and I got to experience a group healing, you know, with you there and just seeing what you were doing and just seeing all of our different roles in that setting. What was that like for you to experience? Like, you know, we are like, we are students that you've seen grown up, grow up. You've been in every class and you've seen us at our weakest and our strongest and our ups and our downs and our highs and our lows. Oh my God, you've seen it all. And so what is it like for you to witness um, the growth within all the students? Oh my gosh, there's not even any word to explain. Like my heart's fluttering right now. It's just such a um it's such an honor to to watch you guys go through this and I could get emotional about this. Um like your willingness and devotion again to yourself. Like discovering that it's in you to heal yourself. And the process of how to do that in in watching you guys grow is it's such an honor. Oh, and it's such a beautiful process. And it gives me so much faith in humanity yes. that, you know, oh my gosh, having you guys on this journey with us is just so amazing. I don't have the words, seriously. Honoring is the best is the best thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, you've been on this road with Rachel for a minute now, almost a decade. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys have seen nobody get it. And then to see the people start trickling in and to see what's been happening and the movement that's been growing. What has that experience been like? Because <laughs> that must be crazy. Yeah, well, I, I mean, 
go ahead. And I was going to say, and could you give a little bit of the, as as you're talking about that, like the timeline of of yeah. of how, like when that's unfolded for us? Yeah. So people don't just start their healing journey with Rachel. That's not typically how it happens because um, it's very deep. It's very divine work. It's very elevated work that you're doing. Um, and to come in and have no um, previous experience, I'm sure you could. I'm not you know, saying that you can't just come and, and learn from it. Um, but there would be a process of like maybe only understanding at a certain level. Um, but when I first met Rachel, um, she was teaching a series called Awakening. And so it was very similar, but not quite as structured. Um, and so watching um, Rachel really get mastery in how to teach what she's already received to other people, that's been a beautiful process to watch her really create this program where in the program, anyone could come in, you know, the coaching program and watch, you know, do the process, meet with your, your coach, um, and really make a difference in your life. Um, and so, yeah, the way it unfolded was very, you know, it's step-by-step step, like everything else in life. So um, it was pretty amazing to be where we are today, where we have this program that can affect so many people and, um, you know, affect change and just, it's so beautiful. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I can, you know, people who have been awakened to this for that long, I, I, I tip my hat to you because woo, we were unconscious then. Okay. We were real unconscious. And, and now to see like, you know, we're all, waking up as time goes on, I'm sure is great. Uh, you know, Julie, I want to talk a little bit about programs that run for you now, now that you've, you know, do they still come up? Are they still there? Are you still surprised by some of the wounds that still erupt? You know, the fact that you're almost nine years into this, is is that yeah. a thing still? I'm really just asking for myself, like, does this No, absolutely. Oh, okay. And it's a great question. It's totally a great question because, um, you know, it, there are still still things that come up for me. If you compared me to myself 10 years ago, holy crap, totally different person. Um, I live very peacefully. Um, rarely am I stuck in my head. Um, I was stuck in my head every minute of every day 10 years ago. Um, so the peace that I, I live in today is very different, but occasionally I still do. Um, I, I run resistance programs still. Um, a lot of this is because um, part of, again, part of my soul mission um, is a lot of collective processing. And this can come in just like, whoosh, okay, here's a big like clump of energy that I am now to process. Um, and it's collective. It's not, it's, I'm sure that at some point I put some of it out there, um, but it's coming back to me to be alchemized. And sometimes I'll just be like, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to. And so then there runs my resistance programs and sometimes coping programs. Um, so that's kind of what comes up for me mostly. Um, and then sometimes like I'm like, um, you know, going through the coaching programs with you guys, Rachel always freaking knows when I have something. She always knows when I have had a trigger. And it's so funny because like while I'm working, I'll write 
my triggers down where I'll just in and on a scale of one to 10, maybe my triggers are now at like a one and a half or two. Um, very rarely do I get triggered higher than that. Um, but I'll write it down and I'll sometimes go through the shadow blueprint with myself or, or like, you know, go through the process with myself. Um, and she always knows, she always knows when I have something written on my pad of paper, cause she'll be like, Julia, I'm feeling called for you to see if one of the coaches can take you through a process. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I mean, still stuff, stuff still comes up. Um, but I'm like, again, still so devoted to my own healing. Um, I don't think I'll ever reach a place where I'm not willing, um, to go in and do the work on myself. So mm. as long as you maintain your willingness, like, yeah, sometimes things still come up and that's okay. And it's yes. beautiful when it does. Cause I'm like, hell yeah, that's been in there. Let's get that shit out. I do not want that in my body and I don't want to run programs on other people. So I'm glad I, I, there's a sense of like, um, like gratefulness when things come up for me. Um, what you said there was a big uh, teaching moment for me because I'd never heard the concept of collective processing. Um, could you touch on that a little bit uh, just so that I can learn? Yeah. So, um, I'll, you know, um, it's something that when people are doing healing on themselves and they're to a certain point that energies from outside of yourself will come in to be processed because the universe is like oh shit look she knows how to do that like let's get this off the planet let's get this energy off the planet so it will come in wow. um to be alchemized so it's just like alchemizing for yourself but you're alchemizing for the planet really and for the collective wow and and what what are you physically experiencing? Because I'm sure you go through upgrades, or I'm sure after healings, or you know you're being the hybrid and all these things. It's not like you can just go run 30 miles. I, I'm sure it's so physically exhausting for you. Does it get easier with time? And how do you take care of yourself after all that? Yeah, um, lots of water with electrolytes. <laughs> um, and yeah, my body goes. Everyone's body when they when they are going and you know, think about all the energies that you carry in your body when you're, when you're unhealed, all of that is energy just stuck in your body, in your energy field. So it's very heavy as you start to release that, as you alchemize that, as you process that, um, your body actually can hold more light. So there's a process of you that your physical body has to go through, um, to, to become that light, if that makes sense. Um, so yes, there's, yeah. and it depends on, on the, you know, if it's something that I just healed myself or if it's just an upgrade, okay, you're here and we're gonna, you need to hold more light because again, your mission is, um, this for other people. So we're going to allow, we're going to get some more light in there. And so every time that happens, there is kind of an adjustment period where my body will be a little bit more fatigued. Um, I'll need to, you know, eat less, eat more, drink, drink more water, um, you know, stop eating a certain thing. And again, when you come home to yourself and you're really in tap with that divinity, um, you're just guided to what to do to support your body through those processes. 
Beautiful. Um, thank you so much for sharing all this. I just want to just want to honor you and thank you for all the work that you do. Yeah, um, truly. Because because it's very clear that you really help us in class, even if we can't feel it. Um, I couldn't when we were in class. I couldn't feel what you were doing. I didn't know what you were doing, but I could tell, like intuitively, that I knew you were helping. So. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, um, thank you. I wanna thank I wanna you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I wanna I wanna jump back into the the healing, um, the group healing that we did just just for a moment. Um it, I I really, I mean, when we can do this outside of this podcast, I'd love some feedback because that was the first time I've done anything like this. Um, but is this something in the way that you were in that healing, is this something that you're gonna be training people to do in the future? Um, I would assume so. Um, there's, um, I mean, that group healing really was an introduction to how, how to do that type of healing for another person, how to do a group healing for another person, how everyone's energies really work together. Um, and so, yeah, that, that is definitely something that, um, would probably be in the future. Cause it was, it was this it was this beautiful balance of the divine masculine. So we had two men there and then it was the balance of the divine feminine and Rachel was leading. And then you were also the divine feminine, but then you were also the hybrid and watching how that all worked was insane. And it also felt super selfless, the energy of just selflessness of we're helping somebody overcome something that's so deep within them. But also we were doing that for the collective as well. Cause I'm sure in that zoom meeting, there was only like what five of us, one, two, three, four, six of us. And I'm sure light was just, just beaming out in, in so, in so many ways. Um, my question to you is, what do you see? I, this is just like me being very curious of like, what, when you close your eyes, like what is actually being shown to you? That's a, I mean, so it depends. It depends on what the healing is. It depends on where divinity is guiding me. It's really just, um, it's like a, it's, it's like the sixth sense, right? Like you just have, you just have, I, yes. I just have like a knowing of where energies are, where they're gonna, where they should be. Um, and it's all just an intuitive process, um, of, you know, in, and in my mind's eye, you know, there are colors and, and things like that, but, um, it's really hard to explain in words, <laughs> Words sure are very is, yeah. limiting when it comes to explaining energetics and healing. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But whatever you're doing, it's working. That's what I'll say about that. Um, you know, Julie, I'd love to know what you would say to anybody out there who really would like to do this work, but there's a lot of fear in programs and they're stuck in their mind. I've seen that a lot uh, yeah. in doing consultations of how much, how much, including me, people are so stuck in their minds and yeah. Since you were so mind heavy in the beginning of all of this, what do you say to the people out there who are stuck there? Um, taking the first step is the hardest part. After you take that first step and you realize the kind of life changing work that you could be doing, um, it's not as scary. But I, I totally know what you're saying. That very first step towards yourself is scary. 
It's very scary. And I remember it being scary because I remember there was a lot of things that I didn't want to know about myself. I didn't want to open that door um, because I, I knew um, like, you know, our, my, our first seven years of life really solidify our programs and, and kind of our safety mechanisms that we um, build for ourselves so that we can feel safe. Um, And I was like, if I open that door, I'm going to see everything. And I already had known um, that there was a lot of dysfunction in there. So once you open that door, though, it is, it's only the opening the door that's like the scariest part. As soon as you open it, it's like, oh my gosh, there's change. Like you, it's a freeing process. So yes. take the dive, open the door get a coach mm. at MSU yes, <laughs> um, because yes. it is so it's so worth stepping through the door getting over your fear and it's not getting over that's not the right word moving through processing your fear um, so that you can come home to yourself and you can um, really allow yourself to be that divine being that you are um, and and find what your divine purpose is on this planet because at the end of the day, that's what, that's why we're all here. <laughs> yeah. And what's it been like, Julia, to really come home to yourself and what you're here to do? Magical. <laughs> Magical. Um, freeing. Peaceful. Knowing that I'm right in the, the perfect place. This is where divinity wants me to be. This is my, my life's purpose it's yes. freeing yes yes mm-hmm. beautiful thank you julie Dana, did you want to say something you went off mute oh i was just gonna say um you know for me it was going before i worked with rachel was going taking the courage to go do ayahuasca in peru um, and that for me was the okay i'm going to take this leap of faith i know that it potentially could open my psyche to a place that I might have to deal with my own death because that's what you know I would hear of and so for me it was getting to a place over years of running very slowly through my depression to a place where I was like okay I I feel like I've got enough strength and courage to go do this and then the irony was I, I went and did it had definitely had some some healing for sure but I finished it and I was like yeah, I'm still still need a lot of healing. It's not it's not it. And so then the next step to join Masters of Self was super easy for me. It was just the financial side that was weighing me down. And uh, for me, building that that um, that power, that strength to get to a place where I could say yes, getting over that resistance of like being trapped in the powerless, weak, small self. That was hard and it take it took a long time it took years for me it wasn't like i went into my depression 2018 2019 and was immediately like okay it's time to heal it was uh it was a long process over years of doing trying different things and figuring out the meditation kind of helped but didn't really heal the breath work kind of helped but didn't really heal cold showers the nature all of it it like it all helps but it doesn't really heal 
um, and the work we do here is is actual healing right uh, and that's what really sets us apart absolutely um because those things are beautiful doing breath work getting um what you can from those tools so that you can be in a place to be open to healing um and that's a lot of people's processes including myself um i went you know i spent i mean 10 years on my healing journey before i met rachel um and all of that was things like I went to massage therapy school, um, you know, where I got an introduction to, you know, programs, mental programs, um, emotional programs, how we hold things in our bodies. Um, and then I went to yoga and, and did a yoga teacher training. And then, you know, I, I, I saw all these different spiritual teachers that brought me to a place where I was open enough to go in and do that real work. Um, and you don't have to start there. It doesn't have to be this big, long process. If you're willing to just jump in and open that door, then start at Masters of Self University for sure. Cause that's the yes. quickest way. Danny, yes. how have you noticed since you started, um, doing the real work that your healing is just like exponentially getting, like you're able to grasp it more and more. Oh, 100%. I move through everything so much more quickly and right. with with ease or maybe not ease is the right word because it's always difficult when something when you, you're then triggered and you have to work through your pain but instead of it I mean the beginning of this process it was like I was fumbling in the dark trying to figure out what I was what I didn't know what I was doing and now I know exactly what I need to do I need to go off on my own and love myself and it's that same it's it's literally that simple and to bring my light to whatever is showing up to me right now whatever is causing me to run this program to be in this wound I just have to learn to love it and that's a process and it takes time but the time that it takes is it's getting shorter and shorter and shorter and the the way that i'm able to go further and deeper in to myself it's cool to think where i'm going to be in a few years it, it's really cool to think that like a few years down the road i'm going to be able to just i, I always picture a a dark cave and just the wound and and the psyche is like a, a forever forever big cave that we are going down into and the further we go in the deeper it gets and the darker it gets and the crazier it gets but we go in and we bring our light and attach to the you know the outside of the cave there's a tether that we go in and we always know that we're connected to our divinity but we're able to go in deeper and deeper and deeper and the deeper we go in we're illuminating more and seeing more and and our understanding of ourself is becoming greater and the more that we understand ourselves the more that we understand others and then that allows us to bring the compassion and the empathy to everyone when they're going through pain a friend actually asked me the other day about like oh now you've started healing do you find yourself judging people because they're they're not it's like the complete opposite i'm actually able to bring more compassion because the more that i heal the more that i see people just like i was and i'm like damn they're in pain they're suffering I know what that's like and I feel for them. 
it's not a place of superiority. It's a place of compassion and love. And that's where we get to. And that's what I found. And so I can I just can't wait to see five years, 10 years, how much love and compassion I'm going to be able to bring to the world and to people that are suffering. I love that. So beautifully said. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we all have our own individual journeys and really learning to bring love to every centimeter of the darkness is um, you know, I think I have to remind myself too, I've only been in this for like eight months and it's like, just to be easy on myself to find love and compassion for myself through that. And I think something that Danny always teaches me is just having compassion for others because we are them and we know exactly where they've been. And that's why this work is as profound as it is because it comes back to love because that's all there is. That's all there is. So true. Um, Julie, is there anything else you'd like to say to the good people out there who are listening to this podcast? Yes. Jump. <laughs> yes. Jump. Jump. Yeah. Jump. Yes. Jump. Yeah. Jump. Take the yeah. leap. Yeah. Take the leap. Yeah. And you'll, you guys will get to meet Julie in a, a plethora of classes uh, when you join. Uh, thank you so much for everybody at home that's listening. Thank you, Julie, for doing what you do and being here with us throughout the whole journey. It's been beautiful to uh, be with you through this. And thank you, Danny, for all your shares. Uh, subscribe, rate, review. Till next and time. Till next time, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Thank so you. Much. Love you guys.